0: Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Surveillance.
1: Good morning, 830 on Wall Street. It's Jobs Day. Let's go directly to Vinny Del Giudice at the First Word Desk.
2: Michael, a less-than-gangbusters report, the economy adding just 38,000 jobs in May. Nonfarm payrolls up by 38,000. The unemployment rate, though, falling to 4.7%. Average hourly earnings in line with forecasts up 0.2%. Again, nonfarm payrolls, the big number, May up just 38,000. The prior month, April, revised lower. Unemployment, though, 4.7%. 4.7%. At the Bloomberg First Word Desk, I'm Vinny Dale Let's go back to the air. Vinny, thank you
0: so much. Our markets with a seismic move. We're in five basis points, 1.75%. On the 10-year, the two-year craters, there's no other way to put it, seven basis points, seven hundredths of a percentage point, 0.82% off of 0.88% moments before the report. Yen dramatically stronger. Mike, we may get a 107 uh, yen. Mike, do some housekeeping here, and then we need Need to dive into this with Jim Glassman. Well,
1: i got to tell you, our economic indicators are brought to you by Commonwealth Financial Network. When it's time to change the conversation, talk with a broker-dealer, RIA, that's ready to listen. Call 866-462-3638 or visit Commonwealth.com to learn more. Jim Glassman, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, Senior Economist. A uh, lot of surprising numbers in here, to a certain extent not surprising because of Verizon, uh, but magnitudes. Which of these takes you back the most?
2: You know, I think what's interesting, if you didn't know the headline payroll number, you'd say, oh, this feels, you know, unemployment's down to 4.7 percent, wages is doing a little holding up at that 2.5 percent rate, labor force participation, 62.6. It feels like an economy that's getting there. You know, if it weren't for the payroll headline, and the headline payroll not only is a Verizon strike, but there can be other things going on. We do have other Surveys of employment that are telling us things are okay. So I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't put too much weight on the headline.
0: We're going to have Bill Gross on here in a minute. We're going to keep uh, Dr. Glassman on with Mr. Gross as well. Mike, this is extraordinary. The non-farm report with the net revision is a negative statistic. Negative 21,000. I think I can say no one saw this coming. Mike, do, do you see anything on a verizon there?
1: Uh, well i haven 't looked at the actual breakdown on Verizon yet, which we can get to in just a second but what i, I what strikes me here is the numbers outside of the headlines uh, in in terms of the, the uh, payroll uh, hours and our, uh, hourly earnings are normal two tenths and thirty four point four so no yeah. it, it 's an outlier
0: throw it out and now joining us Michael mcKee. Tom Kane and Jim Glassman with us, and now joining us, Bill Gross from Janus Capital. Bill, this is such a stunning report. We're going to keep Dr. Glassman of J.P. Morgan on with us for a few minutes. Uh, well, Bill, this is something you have spoken about in your notes for years, and that within all of consensus, there can always be a shock. Is this a report enough of a shock to alter Fed action? I think it's enough of a shock,
3: Tom, to, to delay June into uh, July for sure. Um, you know, the Fed has tried to convince us that uh, one or two uh, hikes this year is in the cards, and I I think they want to renormalize the, the yield curve and renormalize short-term rates. But uh, a number like this uh, certainly uh, cancels out, to my way of thinking, June in combination with Brexit. So we'll... Wait for another one and and look for July, but uh, the number is so low that uh, they've got to take pause. Well,
1: a a number like this, but which number are you looking at? The Fed cares much less about the non-farm number (laughs) month to month than they do about the unemployment rate.
3: Yeah, they do. And we're at 4.7%. The participation rate went down uh, a few ticks, and maybe that's uh, part of it. Uh, we have the Verizon distortion. You've mentioned that a number of times. So it's, it's a confusing report. I would agree with um, with you and uh, Jim Glassman that uh, basically it's a normal report without uh, the number right. in terms of payroll. So we'll, We'll simply have to see going forward. This
0: is remarkable, and Dr. Glassman, I want you to give us your perspective on this and help Mr. Gross as well. The two-year yield is point seven nine seven four percent. May I suggest the market and the vigilantes are a bit away from the dots. Oh on yeah, the dot and they chart? have been
2: for a long time. So it's not clear. It's not clear. Do people have a more pessimistic view about the outlook? Right. Well, the equity market doesn't seem to share that. Or is it that people think that the Fed is just going to be a lot more cautious? And, and it's a global economy. We're much more interconnected. And with rates close to zero elsewhere, uh, we're, we're feeling all of that. So My- it's not clear.
1: Uh, I just n- want to throw in here that uh, I looked up the numbers. 37,000 people off in the telecommunications category. So that's essentially the net Verizon. Okay, impact. well Jim,
0: let's let's look one more question with you, Jim Glassman, and we'll let you get on to your JP Morgan. Clients, the fact is we have a negative statistic and we add in thirty seven thousand noise from yeah. Verizon. Yeah. This is within the the dispersion month to month Help Bill Gross here. This is an outlier report, right? Yeah,
2: but, you know, the BLS will tell you that the standard error is plus or minus 100,000, right? We don't like to hear that, but that's what they're saying is this is probably – there's a lot of noise month to month. This is not the only report we look to for guidance on what's going on in the job market. Frankly, jobless claims are at very low levels. The ADP survey is in the ballpark, steady. We have uh, JOLTS, a separate independent report on the labor market. So I would say that the headline here is
0: probably the aberration. Okay, Jim Glassman, thank you so much for staying longer than usual today. Greatly appreciate that perspective. Bill Gross, you just heard one of our great market economists there go through the minutia. Do you trust the minutia anymore? Well, it's hard to trust
3: um, many numbers, put it that way. It's hard to trust the uh, dots. Let me uh, make a comment on those dots that uh, you, ju- you just talked about, because I think it's a- in the favor of the Fed to, um, to bias their dots to the high side, because that you know produces a more positive yield curve than what we're uh, normally experiencing. It's flat as it is in-, in terms of the tens to twos, about as flat as it's been for the last two or three years, and that narrows – net interest margins on banks and and produces a a flat curve, which is really destructive for uh, capital growth. And so I I think there's a bias on the part of the Fed to keep those dots high, to make the market believe that uh, somehow we're going to see two, three, four, five, six weeks going forward over the next several years. And um, that's the reason why we see that.
0: Bill, we could keep you on for four or five hours off of this shocking report. I want you, Bill Gross, to fold in the larger macro view. The yen is Abinomics 107.91. The German 10-year, I know you went long the German 10-year on Monday, Bill, 0.078%. There's something going on here, Bill, on an international basis that Chair Yellen will have to digest. Is it just a follow-on of global deflation and disinflation?
3: Well, let's be fair, it's both, Uh, because central banks uh, employing quantitative easing in in, uh, Euroland and in Japan are responding to the potential for deflation. There is relatively no inflation in Euroland, and there's no inflation in Japan, and so that's the response. But to be fair, uh, the recent interest rates are this low, not only the policy rates that are being set by central banks, but the... $80 $80 billion a month that the ECB is buying, and now they're buying corporate bonds. And so, um, you know, that's a lot of firepower. And to, to see the 10-year German bond at uh, seven basis points, wow. Um, but, you know, that suggests to me that uh, there's not much more room to go in, in terms of uh, price increases right. and yield Declines because it, it's relatively destructive in the long term for capitalism.
0: If you're just joining us on Bloomberg Radio and Bloomberg Television, from our radio studios in New York, Michael McKee and Tom Keenoff, a stunning jobs report. We're, th- we're thrilled to bring you Bill Gross of Janus Capital here until the 9 o'clock hour. Michael?
1: Well, Bill, I want to ask you, uh, we were talking about what you make of this number. Uh, does it really matter? Uh, Jenny Ilm speaks on Monday. What do you think she says given the Fed's posture towards interest rates and the fact that there are questions about the Fed's credibility?
3: I think she continues to say, and, and she's uh, changed a little bit, has she not? She was uh, uh, hawkish, uh, relatively hawkish and dovish, and now you know, uh, inclined to move higher over the next uh, 6 to 12 months. I, I think uh, she is being influenced by many of the Fed governors uh, to try, to try to... Renormalize interest rates uh, because, you know, there's a a contingent that believes, and I've believed this for two or three years, that Mm -hmm. negative interest rates and low interest rates are destructive for business models and destructive ultimately for long-term growth. I don't think the Fed really has that in their model making, but but ultimately I think uh, Janet Yellen will continue to suggest You know, one or two hikes over the balance of 2016, and perhaps uh, the same for 2017, unless we get back to one or one and a half or two percent, you know, normal short-term interest rates. Then uh, many business models, insurance companies, banks, uh, pension funds, the household savers are basically um, in deep, deep doo doo.
1: I, I won't – it's a technical term, of course, if you have a CFA. The, it's a CFA, <laughs> level four. Yeah. Uh, what's your dot plot? Mm-hmm. If you're talking about the Fed going forward, uh, you suggest maybe July. Then what do they do next, and uh, how quickly do they move going into 2017?
3: Well, I think they wait until December, uh, you know, look and see and do it gradually. And I think that's the appropriate, um, you know, type of approach because, you know, this is a highly levered not only domestic economy, not in the household area, but a highly levered domestic economy and global economy. And to the extent that the U.S. is the leader in terms of interest rates is the global central bank, um, to the extent that they move too fast, then you have the potential for another layman in, in uh, 2017 uh, and 2018. So I, I think it's gradual, and there's one more after the hike in July. Right.
0: So, uh, Bill Gross with us, 10, 12 minutes here. We thank uh, all of Bloomberg Television and Radio for joining us uh, worldwide with Bill Gross. There's a number of themes. I do want to get to Mexico later, but right now I want you to address the shock of a number of years ago when Bill Gross said we would have financial repression for decades I would suggest looking at my Bloomberg screen, you can aggressively reaffirm that this morning. Is that right?
3: I think that's true. I mean, that's how central banks do it, or that's one of the ways to get out of a debt crisis. There are several ways you can grow your way out of it. We're not doing a very good job at that. Uh, You can inflate your way out of it, or you can hold uh, negative uh, interest rates, negative real interest rates, in order to basically take money out of savers' pockets. Rogoff and Reinhardt, you know, have I. I've written about this for years and given us an extensive history going back into the uh, early part of the 20th century. That's how central banks do it. They basically strip savers of their real investment. And so um, how long will this continue? You know, there's a biblical extension in terms of seven and seven. But, uh, you know, we we, we had high real interest rates for 20 to 25 years. And perhaps we need longer than seven in order to rebalance. Okay,
0: Within a biblical span, Bill Gross, we have not had had a presidential campaign like this. When you take your prism of finance and economics and you bring it over to President Clinton or President Trump, do you have an optimism that their politics can deal with America's financial repression? I, I don't
3: because, um, you know, governments, to my way of thinking, need, uh, you know, some fiscal balance. Actually, uh, monetary authorities have been talking about the fiscal side for a number of years now. Bernanke uh, was uh, three, four, five years ago. I, I think governments need this money, And we're seeing that in Japan, uh, but we're not really seeing that in Euroland. Germany is very tight-fisted and actually has a law that uh, mandates a, a fiscal balanced budget. In the United States, I think both Clinton and Trump are influenced by, you know, the prevailing logic that says you should, you know, try to balance a budget and, and in order to solve a debt crisis. I, I think that's just the wrong way to do it. I think uh, we need a new Keynes. I think we need to spend money. The obvious alternatives are infrastructure, et cetera, et cetera, but uh, the government needs to get in there and uh, start writing checks as opposed to the private sector, which is not.
1: You remember Bill Clinton in uh, 1993, after he was elected, said he wanted to die and come back as the bond market because they run everything? <laughs> uh, it, it, you run everything, therefore, Bill, uh, since you're the bond market. <laughs> if, uh well, If they were to do some sort of fiscal effort, what would you tell people in Congress who are terrified that bond yields are going to go up and that's going to cost us so much money and taxpayers are going to have to pick up the tab and it's a terrible thing?
3: Well, bond yields might go up, certainly on the longer end and on the 10-year end. And to my way of thinking, that's a... Rebalancing of the financial sector, yes. Uh, Does that uh, cost some corporations money? Yes. Does that, uh, you know, narrow profit margins in terms of corporations? Yes. You know, but to my way of thinking, uh, the Fed has been focusing on Wall Street, uh, has always focused on Wall Street as opposed to Main Street. Not that they don't care about Main Street, but it's one two in terms of Wall and Main, and it's about time that that wages become less of a focus and and that um, that other distortions become uh, into play. That is a, a savings rate right. that is justified by higher real interest rates.
0: Uh, Mike, I want you to keep on this scene, but right now I want to show the market reaction. We're with Bill Gross of Janus Capital, Bloomberg Television, and Bloomberg Radio Worldwide. Here's the two-year chart I've shown for years. These are all San Francisco 49er losses over last season. I'm kidding. That's Bill Gross's uh, team. It's FOMC meetings, and Bill, I just want to show the abrupt retracement of the two-year yield. Here is the enthusiasm that we've had over the last number of months, and it is a massive reversal, Uh, Mike McKee, in the two-year yield this morning, 0.7934%. Michael? We obviously get a knee-jerk reaction to
1: numbers like this, Bill, and I'm looking at the WIRP Fed Fund's probability of a rate hike uh, function on the Bloomberg. We're down to 4% chance of a hike in June, according to this, and only a 30% chance in July. Those numbers still seem too low for me. Uh, uh, You're saying July. Uh, You think the Fed stays on track? Or could you combine this with the idea of low GDP and maybe we are heading into a slowdown that we should be afraid of?
3: Yeah, you could. I'm with you, uh, Mike, in terms of the probability for July. I think it's higher, probably 50 percent or more. But, you know, let's get back to you know, recent uh, economic statistics and the Atlanta F- uh, Fed now survey that basically says we're looking at a 2.8 percent, 2.9 percent real GDP quarter. If the Fed can't raise interest rates with real growth close to 3 percent in a particular quarter, um, th- then when can they raise interest rates? And so, uh, to my way of thinking, they. They must uh, back up what they've been talking about for the past few months about renormalizing and taking gradual steps. If they don't, then uh, ultimately the, the market uh, bubbles even more, currencies uh, you know become even more distorted, and uh, it, it's not a it's not a healthy state for uh, capitalism. Has going the forward. Fed
1: lost some credibility with the markets because they keep threatening to do something and then pulling back?
3: Well, they did raise interest rates in, in December, and, and so they've begun the journey. Um, you know, like I said with the, the dots, I think it's to the advantage of uh, financial markets and certainly banks and financial institutions to work with a positive yield curve or a more positive yield curve that we're seeing today as opposed to a flatter curve because margins, you know, do better with a, with a steeper curve. So I, I, I think the Fed wants to talk up uh, short-term right. interest rates I think ultimately they have to follow through or they lose credibility.
0: Mike, stay with Bill Gross on this. I want to mention Jim Vogel, who gave us great perspective yesterday from FTN Financial. He has a very balanced report, not the hysteria that we see in other reports. And he says a series of increasingly negative revisions is not a sign of labor market health. One of his insights, Mike, this morning.
1: But he's also suggesting maybe you throw out the number because, as he says, payrolls go haywire. On occasion, uh, I'm wondering, Bill, if uh, if if the Fed uh, needs to say something here to reassure people, to, to give forward guidance to people that they're still on track, uh, so that they don't seem to be being pushed around by market reaction.
3: Yeah, I I, I, I think next week Yellen can uh, can address this situation. Let's. You know, let's talk about that 4.7% unemployment rate. You know, I, I think Yellen and the Fed basically follows the Taylor model, the model that was initiated in the late 1980s that factors in unemployment and excess capacity, you know, to produce, uh, you know, some type of real interest rate. To the extent that it's a 4.7, Yellen, you know, old-fashioned Yellen, to my way of thinking, will take that into consideration and, and basically continue to suggest a hike in July and uh, one additional one in December as they move along.
0: Bill, how can she do that with dollar yen screaming ever stronger yen one oh seven sixty three? And I'm looking at German yields that are jaw dropping. Are we back to record yields? No, but a negative a two year negative yield 0.532 negative percent, doesn't that overwhelm any rational American discussion? Well, not exactly, Tom, because, uh, because the Fed's
3: the global central banker, and, and, and it sets the lead. And, and there is uh, evidence, and there has been comment from uh, Euroland, uh, despite the wonder of lower interest rates and higher uh, bond prices and higher asset prices, that ultimately – These negative interest rates are being very destructive in in many ways for the the, uh, Euroland banking industry. And and so I think at some point they have to stop, uh, despite what Draghi has said about whatever it takes and how as he continues with his press conferences saying whatever it takes. I think at some point... uh, lower and lower short-term rates on the negative side, you know, will be destructive for Euroland and are destructive. And so, um, you you know, we've about reached it in my point, not only in terms of Low interest rates and higher bond prices in your land, but also in the United
0: States. Bill Gross, thank you so much. Very generous of you to uh, take such a long time with us this morning. Bill Gross is with Janus uh, Capital. Michael, um, again, I go back to the headline number, not the market reaction, but the actual number, 38,000, and I get all the noise and all that. But with the revision, I just didn't think we would ever see a negative statistic. It's uh, thirty-eight thousand less, whatever it was. Yeah, revision. well, the net revisions
1: uh, take you down fifty-nine thousand, subtract yeah. thirty-eight thousand from that, um, and it, Jim Vogel does make a good point about a series of increasingly negative revisions, not a sign of <clears throat> labor market health. Well, except this is a, a turning point, maybe, in the economy, and the anecdotal evidence is that companies, and we saw this in the beige book, companies are having trouble finding workers. Now, manufacturing lost jobs. But in general, most of what we saw here was a a lack of job creation and, uh, you know, very weak job yeah. creation. So what's the real reason here? That's what well, the Fed has to parse out.
0: We're going to dive into this in the next hour. Michael McKee and Tom Keene, I'll tell you, folks, it was going to be a bland report no, stunning market statistics on the Bloomberg screen. For those of you with an international bent. the yen 107.60, 1.26 figures. It has been an ugly, ugly week for Abenomics, no other way uh, to put it. Bloomberg Surveillance this morning, this Jobs Day, brought to you by Brown University, where the new executive master in cybersecurity prepares leaders in law, technology and business to face tomorrow's global threats and greatest threats, the Brown University Executive Master in Cybersecurity Strategy is the best security. We thank Brown University uh, for their support of Bloomberg Surveillance. And we thank Bill Gross, Jim Glassman, and Alan Krueger for giving us what we think is the best in coverage, economic and financial coverage uh, of any jobs day, and particularly this stunning uh, day. Gold up $26. Futures at negative 10. Worldwide, Bloomberg Surveillance.